This is the Fed and Fit Podcast, starting your week off with motivational thoughts on real food and fun fitness activities from Cassie Joy Garcia and co-host Carissa Talbot. Cassie is a nutritional consultant and the paleo food blogger behind fedandfit.com. Cassie has also authored two recipe ebooks, Cassie Joy's Fed and Fit Game Day Feast and Cassie Joy's Fed and Fit Holiday Feast. Each week, she will be joined by co-host Carissa Talbot. Carissa is the lady behind the widely popular Instagram and hashtag NoCookPaleo. Carissa is also the Chief Operating Officer for The Paleo Mom. If you enjoy the podcast, you can show your support by supporting another great small business. Place an order with the Granilla Bar and use the code FEDPLUSFIT at checkout so they'll know who sent you. That's the Granilla, spelled G-R-A-N-I-L-L-A, bar.com. Remember our disclaimer, the information and opinions shared in this podcast are solely those of any given individual and not a substitute for medical advice. And here are the ladies. Hello, friends. Um, I really want to address all of you by name because that's what I do when people call me. Uh, But it's just not possible. So I'm going to call you all friends because I really feel you are that. Uh, Welcome again to another episode of the Fed and Fit Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how you can personalize paleo and stop judging. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Woohoo! Okay. Hey, Carissa, how's it going? Excellent. What's what's going on in the wedding world? I know you were away on a little trip. I can't wait to hear everything. So, dish. Are you ready? I like. I'm ready. I'm like. I I just want to hear your girl talk. That's all. <laughs> I've been trying to keep a lid on the wedding talk because I just I don't want to look back on this whole phase of my life and be like, oh my gosh, I was so annoying <laughs> about all the wedding talk. But I can't nah. help myself right now. Um, okay, so these are our people. They're listening because they like us. So I think you can talk about whatever you want to. Yeah, that's true. That's so nice. Thanks, you guys. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, Austin and I, um, just to fill everybody in on some wedding talk, and uh, if you're not into wedding stuff, fast forward because I just can't keep a lid on it this time. Um, Austin and I just flew, we just got back from Los Angeles. We flew there to take engagement photos uh, they're in Southern California, somewhere on the beach, somewhere on the side of the road. Our photographer, Jana Williams, who I've mentioned before, she lives there in in uh, Los Angeles. And if you want to look her up, she's Jana from Alabama.com. But anyways, she's incredible, this sweet, beautiful, creative person. And um, we just had the best time, Carissa. It was it was such a fun getaway. We had the option. Jana's going to photograph our wedding, and of course she's flying to Texas where we're getting married in October. Um, but we had the option to, you know, she was going to, she offered to come to us and we decided that for, you know, an extra plane ticket, we could, the two of us could take a little mini vacation. Yeah, mini vacay. Yeah. So we flew out there for a couple nights and just, we haven't really done that. Just the two of us go for no other reason than to just kind of hang out, you know, like a, like a longer date. Um, which is something that I really want to start doing more in the future. But it was so fun. It was actually my first time to Los Angeles outside of the airport. Wow. <laughs> I did not know that. Well, yeah. fun times. It was so much fun. I, you know, well, I've, I feel like I've been to LA 
not really because the airport doesn't really count, but hundreds of times. Um, but I had no idea. Like I said, we stayed in Santa Monica. I had no idea that all the neighborhoods, Hollywood and Beverly Hills and West Hollywood and Santa Monica, I had no idea that they all like ran up next to each other. <laughs> um, so we were driving. Wednesday was our was when we took our pictures. Mm-hmm. And I had scheduled um, like a true paleo glam girl. Um, I had scheduled hair and makeup. There's this dry bar in West Hollywood that's right next door to a Blushington. And if you girls are in that area, I highly recommend it if you like want a nice night out. It's surprisingly affordable. You just go get a hair blowout and your makeup done. You're all good. Nice. Um, and I'm a tomboy, so they do my makeup way better than I do. <laughs> um, but anyways, we were on our way there from Santa Monica, and I had a Bravo TV fangirl moment. <gasps> Uh-oh. We were, <laughs> it's not even that exciting. <laughs> but I was so stinking excited. We pull up to a stop sign, and we're in West Hollywood. And all of a sudden, I go, <gasps> oh, my gosh. And Austin's like, what? He thinks that, I don't know, I just saw a dog get <laughs> run over or something. Aww. And I point out, because it was a very dramatic gasp and I point out the window I was like look it's Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant pump (laughs) I had no idea it was there I rolled down the window I started taking pictures these people in the car next to us were like who's this crazy girl you're so cute oh man it was so much fun we didn't eat there but I definitely want to go back but that was a lot of fun I brought eight different outfits for this photo shoot and (laughs) Sweet Jana like was super patient and helped me style and pick outfits we wound up doing four of them it was just so much fun you know she was there was one of the shoots that she had styled and I cannot wait you guys I promise I will share pictures as soon as I get them um and I shared one sneak peek on my Instagram but there's a lot more coming but she the first couple shoots were kind of in the woods mm-hmm. and she was telling us that some of these couples that she photographs there in the LA area um, she really has to warn them, embrace them for this experience because you kind of have to get to these really special magical spots. You have to step over some weird stuff. She's like, there's this homeless person's like t-shirt pile thing and there's a lot of stickers and your dress might get torn. We're like, we're fine. <laughs> so uh, she said it was refreshing to work with some Southerners. <laughs> we were just like game for anything. Um And, uh, I don't know. It was just, it was a lot of fun. I felt like we took pictures. I kept telling her this one spot felt like Fern Gully. It was just this beautiful, I don't know, this beautiful little lily pad covered flower area, um, with all kinds of trees. And then we took pictures on, uh, in Topanga Canyon. And I actually, that picture is the one that I posted on Instagram Mm -hmm. and somebody, cause it's right on the side of the road. Somebody commented, and she was like, oh, my gosh, were you in Topanga Canyon? If so, I totally saw you on my drive home. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my it's gosh. So I love Instagram. Oh, I love it, too. And then from there, we went to the beach. And we got we had two outfits on the beach. We took pictures with this. Jana had just got this gorgeous um, antique telescope. So we took pictures of that. I wore a sequined skirt. It was just so much fun. Aww. We got soaking wet. And then what we had been planning on doing was after this photo shoot, we were, because my birthday was, you know, a week ago, and Austin was like, let's celebrate when we get to LA. We'll go to a cool restaurant. So we made reservations at this place called Cadets. And if you're there, you may know it. You may not. There's a lot of restaurant options there. 
Um, and uh, <laughs> so we thought, the thought process was, let's go to a, like a hip, cool restaurant because we'll be all done up. Well, we didn't think about the fact that by the end of this long photo shoot, we'd be covered in sand, <laughs> soaking wet, freezing cold. Like, I mean, there was, our clothes were a little bit tattered because we're walking around all these sticks. Um, so we pull up to this restaurant and there, we're pulling up outside the valet and there's this long line of people that are all chic and done up and very well put together. And we pull up and the first thing I do is open my door and I take my skirt, which I had been holding, the sequin long rose gold maxi skirt, and I like shake out the sand <laughs> onto the curb. I bang out some shoes. I walk around to the trunk hey, of the car. Hey, you brought Texas to LA, girl. Be proud. It was so funny. We had so much fun. Anyways, all's fair in love and fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, it was just so much fun. And I highly encourage you guys. To really take small trips with your loved ones, whether it's your close friends or family or your significant other, a small little trip, it's amazing what it can do. It's like Austin and I walked out of that airport. I mean, we really love each other. It's not like anything needed to be fixed by any means, but it was like we couldn't help but wanting to hold each other's hands some more because it's like once you get out of the context of um, kind of the everyday life stuff, like who's going to take out the trash and oh, well, we got some dishes in the sink. You know, it's like you kind of take life and your relationship out of the context of yeah. the normal stuff, and it allows you to kind of reconnect. It's like I did that with my sisters and my sister's trip last week. So anyways, that's my big takeaway. Go take a trip. Like one night, two nights. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be long, but get out with your loved ones. For sure. So there you go. There's my wedding talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carissa, what's going on over there? Because I know you've got some pretty exciting stuff. Well, I don't know if it's exciting. I Probably think it's exciting. That's because I'm a nerd about nutrition. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's just the point that, like, <clears throat> I had to face a really hard truth. So I'm halfway through my first ever Whole30, which I know sounds weird because I've been paleo, I'll put that in quotation marks, since 2011. So mm-hmm. a long time. And... <clears throat> You know, I moved to Austin over a year ago. Um, I really will use the hashtag blame Austin. It's Austin's fault, but it's really my fault, my own fault too. Ever since I moved here, there's so much good food here. There's so much to experience and do. And I've just had this past year of great experiences and fun. And I had lots of travel and it was a great year last year. And Mm -hmm. then like, you know, these these few months, you know, I moved last year right before Paleo FX. So I've been here over a year now. And so I was like, oh, I need to do a whole 30. It's time to clean, clean stuff out. Like I normally do the 21 day sure detox, but I wanted to give it the whole 30 a try. I'd never done it. And I thought it'd be something different. Um, and I realized about two days in mm-hmm. that I have been eating like crap. (laughs) And it was like, it's funny because it didn't hit me until I started to have all of these detox symptoms. And I actually got them worse this time than I did the first time I went paleo. And it like, it, it was, was like a hard truth. I had to realize and admit to myself that basically probably for the last solid eight months, I've been gluten free Mm -hmm. and that's it. And 
you know, not that that's a bad thing. Some people are just gluten-free and they're perfectly fine at that level and they're healthy and they're happy and that's what they want to do and that's fine. But I know for my body that I do better without dairy and I do extremely better without corn products, which I've been consuming way too much since I moved to Austin. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of, it was, it was like I, like I was running and hit my face on the glass door moment because it was like, whoa. And then I had to like take a reality check and like, what have I actually been eating? And, you know, in my head, like, you know, a little dairy here, a little corn chip there. And it was like, oh, it's okay. And then I realized that that had turned into something that was like every week or a couple Mm -hmm. times a week. And it wasn't, it used to be something I would do maybe a few times a year. And I just realized I let it like creep in and seep in and it just kind of became part of my lifestyle and going through this whole 30 and having all these awful, horrible detox symptoms have, it's just been a wake up call. So it's, it's been like a hard pill to swallow to actually say for the past, I would say about eight months, I have been gluten free. I haven't been paleo and I don't know. It's a hard pill to swallow <laughs> for sure. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so there's my, there's my whole 30 confession. <laughs> I mean, it's a great realization. Oh. I just, and that's why I think it's exciting because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I'm like this little I, I get it. butterfly yeah, right, that will right. go away. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know, just knowledge is power. And the more mm-hmm. you know about... <clears throat> where how your body thrives and, you know, you personally do really well, just, just the, 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 the better it is and the better you feel going forward. That's great. Yeah. So that's kind of, uh, where I'm at with what's going on in my life and I'm halfway through and I feel a lot better now, but, um, it's a good reminder to me that for me, you know, we're going to talk about personalizing paleo today, but for me, I do do better with, um, a, uh, you know, instead of doing like this, you know, I was way off at 80, 20, but I just, my body responds better and does better when I'm a little bit stricter. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a good, it's a good reminder to like not let all those other foods creep in too regularly. So mm-hmm. chips and salsa, they'll get you. Oh They're my pretty- gosh. I think I was going to turn into a corn chip. <laughs> they're pretty darn good yeah I definitely blame Austin it's not your Austin the city yes Austin's oh it's okay <laughs> um Austin's all about personal responsibility so he'd shake that off really For easily my sure. Austin <laughs> and I just wanted to let our listeners know real quick before we forget that we had a little bit of technical difficulties last week for like a day I think I don't know and what we were doing a giveaway um, for our pal Tony, for his wonderful olive oil. Make sure to listen to episode 13 if you missed that one. Um, but you can check out the show notes for episode 13. We're going to go ahead and extend the giveaway and give you guys a couple more days to enter. So head on over there today and um, to the show notes for episode 13, and you can enter into um, the giveaway right there on Cassie's website. Whoop, whoop. whoop yep, whoop. good stuff. Good um, stuff. Okay, awesome. Well, let's jump into it, shall we? Yeah, so 
personalizing paleo and stop judging. I, I love this whole concept and idea and I think it's so important. Um, why is this such an important topic to you? <laughs> because I know you're all excited and geeked out and like want to talk about this. So I am. It's important because I say so. <laughs> well, I like that. I I'm like that. I'm just kidding. I'm half, I'm actually. That's a very mostly, cute movie, by the way. I'm actually mostly not kidding. Because I say love so is a movie. Because I said so. I don't know that movie. Oh my gosh, Cass, you would love that movie. Oh, but you know what I did watch? Um, for all of you listeners who have been listening since <laughs> the beginning, um, I Carissa did suggest that I watch the movie Chef when we were talking about guilty pleasures, oh and my she gosh, loves the grilled, grilled cheese. cheese. And I watched it. It is such a good movie, isn't it? All of you people who listened and told me on the side that I should watch that movie because I love it, you are exactly right. Yeah. Um, no, check out because I said so. It is a super cute movie. Done. Well, chick flick. Chick flick. So, so cute. So, okay, I will. So far, you're batting 100 as far as movie recommendations. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it's an important topic, you know, and it, I was I'm kidding about the just because I say so, but right. I hopefully, hopefully by the end of this conversation, you guys will really see why uh, it's something that we're so passionate about. Yeah. So if you are an organic, fed and fit fan and you did not find me via the paleo news streams i want to give you an extra special hat tip in a week <laughs> so that you know that uh this podcast and my blog and instagram it's not just for the paleo folk not uh, at all and 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 truly jump ahead a little bit you know give you guys some behind the scenes when i chose the name fed and fit you know five years ago i was paleo per se, at that time. And I was a version of paleo that we'll talk about today. Um, but I chose to not incorporate the word paleo in the name on purpose. It was very purposeful because really the state of being fed and the state of being fit, they're really logical. It's an achievable destination that is inherently an, an, a destination that you can get to in a bunch of different ways. Right? Trillions. So, Trillions of different ways. Right? You can be fed, you can be fit in a million different ways. And though paleo is a one avenue, it's not the only one. And I really want y'all to know that I'm here to support you no matter where you're coming from. So anyways, that's just a hat tip to you guys who found me through Fed and Fit, um, you know, just the health and wellness world and not necessarily paleo. So a little bit more background on paleo if you are not up to speed, which is totally possible. So Paleo is a term that's been picking up more and more steam every year, and because it has a definitive name, um, and if you start, if you research and you really dig down back to the sort of the beginnings when it came out, Rob Wolf published The Paleo Solution, Lauren Cardane's book, um, there were a strict set of parameters when it originally came out, mm -hmm. which made it sound like a diet plan. Plan versus a lifestyle, yeah. Right? It was, it was a plan. It was, it was a path. And what I'm here to do today is to really argue, and I know a lot of you listening also are totally on board where we're going with this because it's a conversation that a lot of us are already in. Yeah. Uh, but instead of thinking paleo, of paleo as a plan or path, we instead kind of think of it as a door. It's just, it's one option that you can walk through and it's a starting point, but it's not the destination. Yes. So. Yes. That is where I think that if we if if we figure out 
okay, if I think this is where it's, I think the importance really comes into play. It's important that we figure out how we think of paleo because it helps us understand where we may fit within how we think of it and even better how we can get it to work for us, which is what we'll talk about in the personalization world. And then even, even more better, <laughs> this is the most unorganized more thought better, ever. More better, more better. It's okay. We're going to get there. We're going to get, get there. there. Um, you know, we think when we think about how, when we start to really break down how we think about paleo, it also allows us to stop worrying about what everybody else is doing, right. AKA we stop judging. Right. Okay. So we'll talk a little bit about that in a second. So that's kind yeah. of just the reasons why it's important. Um, in a lot of ways it's, it can, it can be a limiting factor thinking about this word paleo as a plan or a restrictive diet. Mm -hmm. You can totally live in that world. Yeah. And I'm not here hey, to and, and gluten free could be your door. Gluten-free could be your door. There's so many different places that you can start along this, this journey. Like if I think back to the very beginning of my health journey, mm -hmm. my door was, you know, um, low fat and six meals a day. That was my door though. Yeah. And now I'm here. It's, and, and from here, two or three or four or five years from now, I'll probably be somewhere else. Like it's, it's really about, Figuring out what works for you, sifting through the information, doing what feels right for you, what resonates with you, and it, yeah, it is all about that customization. So I know we're going to get into that, but talking about paleo as the door, Cassie, do you want to kind of lay down like what is the foundation of paleo that you would say at the the bare those those bare bone basics of paleo? Yeah, let's say we rewind rewind <laughs> rewind the clock, you know, a good five years. Mm -hmm. Um, and plus five to seven to 10 years. And we dig into when paleo first surfaced the traditional paleo plan, um, which a plan, as you'll notice, centers more around the restrictive no foods, mm -hmm. um, involves five things. Number one, paleo included no grains, which is probably the biggest one. Yeah. So those are gluten grains and non-gluten grains. So quinoa, rice, wheat, all of them. All of them. Uh, mm -hmm. No dairy. So not even heavy whipping cream. Not even butter. Not even grass-fed butter. No cheese. Uh, number three, no legumes. So no black beans, pinto beans. Ah, oh, pinto, shout oh, out. Oh, pinto. <laughs> That's He's looking at me puppy. like, what do you want, lady? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no peanuts. Peanuts are legume, which so many of us already know, but I think it's so fun to say legume again. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> uh, number four, no refined sugars or artificial sweeteners slash coloring slash preservatives, right? That one's probably the easiest one to understand yeah. for most folks. And then number five, I would put in there no alcohol. Mm -hmm. Now, shortly after paleo came out, there were some immediate fringe foods that were traditionally <laughs> accepted. You know, people were like, well, tequila's okay. Yeah. Well, dark chocolate's okay. And mm -hmm. then shortly after that, well, butter's okay. Well, rice is okay. Yeah, yeah 2014, white rice had to come back. So mm -hmm. that was where paleo started, just so we all know where we're starting from. So what you're left with, after you exclude those five major food groups, as we'll call them, yeah. um, are real foods as they fall into these categories. Meats, eggs, and fish, which are ideally responsibly raised slash sourced, mm -hmm. fruits and vegetables, and then nuts and seeds. 
Yeah. That's what that's what you eat. And that's what I ate for two years. That I stuck to those three groups, you know, meats, fruits and veggies, nuts and seeds. Yeah. And 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 that's fine. Like there's again, I'm not here to dog on where anyone's coming from. Mm-hmm. Just trying to kind of set the record straight that you can personalize this plan and you can also stop judging people for what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. So you ready to move on to the next piece? I am. the most exciting I am. So here's, here's, and I will tell you, this is not me. This is all Cassie, and I love that she did this. This is really cool. <laughs> so um, the, the next part is talking about this personalization, which I think is important, is like, okay, so now here are the, the, the let's call them the old school basics of paleo. So mm-hmm. if, if that resonates with you, how do then you take that and personalize it? So what are the five ways that you can personalize paleo, Cassie. Yeah. Okay. So this is, <laughs> I do, I'm such a nerd. I get so jealous. I, I love everything you put down here, by the way. You, it's, oh, it's, good. It's, it's totally, I love it. So go. I'm so it excited. Feels like a warm <laughs> e-hug. Yes. Um, maybe that'll be a new app. E-hug. <laughs> uh, okay. So. Hey, you know, you can go, oh, it's totally off topic. I'm going to go off topic it. for a second. Do you know you can, there are, there are, there's places where you can go and pay for someone to like snuggle with you. Now. I've heard of that. And so then like cute. also like hugs. And I think human connection is so valuable, but, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. It's a little strange. It's a little strange. Oh, uh, I'm not gonna, I won't knock it till I try it, but, right. uh, you know, whatever, whatever Anyways, works for you guys. Sorry. Back on topic. My bad. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. Oh, okay. Um, five ways you can personalize paleo and get hugs. <laughs> for free. For free. For free. For free. Free hugs. Free hugs. Okay. So we're going to think of it, like we said before, as a door that you're walking through instead of a path or a plan that you're following. Okay, so just to kind of set that tone before I go into this first one, because you're going to be like, what? Isn't that anti what you just said? Okay, so number one way to personalize paleo, I think it's a really great thing to do is to have a reset. You know, a lot of people, like where Carissa is right now in the middle of her whole 30, if you really want to know how good you can feel by eating only squeaky clean, anti-inflammatory, make-you-feel-good foods, then Mm -hmm. go on a Whole30 or a 21-day sugar detox, or you could get on the wait list for my Fed and Fit project. Woo-woo! Which, if you are signing up for that, uh, we are booked for the next few months, but I promise I'm going to get to you, uh, and we're going to figure something out to get you at the top of the list faster. But anyways, um, it's important that... To note, I think, too, that while there are a lot of people out there who follow the Whole30s and the 21-Day Sugar Detox, um, they follow those restrictive guidelines way past the delegated time frame, Mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, you could argue perfectly healthy. Uh, There's nothing wrong with living that way uh, if if we don't touch on some of the mental aspect of restriction for that long period of time. Um, But, you know... That format has an expiration date, and I think it's important to kind of respect that and use it as an opportunity to see how good you can feel. Right. Right? So this is kind of ground zero 
for personalizing paleo yeah. is if you really, because that's the whole reason we're eating this way, folks, right, is to feel good, to feel good in our skin, have a great mental outlook. We have a lot sleep of energy. Better, more energy. Sleep better. Just like try to be the best you you can be. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a really great reset and a way to do it. And from step one of the feel good reset, then on our journey to personalize paleo, we start to look at some of those, quote, fringe foods that interest you. Yeah. Okay? And interest you is an important one. You do not have to test these if you're like, I don't even like peanut butter. Right. Um, (laughs) Don't do it. Uh, So some of the fringe foods could include white rice, okay, white potatoes. And we can talk about the nutrition aspects of these later but and talk about why they're fringe foods because that's fascinating in its own own. Yeah. So. Maybe we'll have a, a fringe food podcast. Oh, I love that we'll idea. We'll do that. Boom. Okay. Done. All right. Done. Uh, <laughs> beans. Beans are considered to be, like, some people tolerate beans just fine, and that's perfectly fine. And back on white potatoes, most people tolerate the inside of the white potato just fine, especially if, uh, and that the white rice will get folded into there, but these are just another form of carbohydrate for those of us who really wanted to mix things up, you know, mix up our carbohydrate intake. Mm -hmm. Uh, Alcohol is a fringe food. See how that really, how it really affects you, you know, have a a cocktail and and really think critically about uh, how your body responds to it. Chocolate, natural or even refined sugars could be a fringe food, gluten-free grains, um, stuff like that. So, you know, start looking at some of those foods out there that you're like, Gosh, it, it feels like a diet if I can't have X. Right. You know? And, and I think whatever- the, big, the th- big thing with me with these, you know, fringe foods is basically I was eating these all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very easy to go from, especially when you've been, I don't know, like me as following paleo for quite a few years. And then I was like, well... I'm in Austin, I'm going to do this and have this food and go to this restaurant and eat this. And you get, and then please don't do what I did, which is why I'm suffering right now, is get, you know, try them out and then make sure that you are fitting them in when and how much it makes sense for you because don't get lost. You can get lost and then you won't even know, like I didn't even know until I started to like, oh. Man, the headaches have been the worst. Awful. Anyways. I'm sorry you're having headaches. That is the worst. You know, and that also kind of goes with what we're talking about here. And that's really Mm -hmm. the purpose behind the Fed and Fit Project. But instead of thinking of white potatoes as paleo approved. Right. You know, because if we think of white potatoes as paleo approved, it almost, and if we're only abiding by the rules of paleo and we see that as like an open, like shooting license, hunting license or whatever, you know, then we're going to go out, we're going to eat all the white potatoes, all of them, all the time. Right. You know, whereas if we think critically, the way that you personalize paleo is you think critically about what's best for you. Right. And, you know, and that's where it's easier to discern between, you know what, I'm going to have a handful of corn tortilla chips and I, I realize that it's probably going to make me feel a little bit bloated over the next couple of days, but it's worth it right now. You right. know, instead of thinking of, well, they're gluten-free corn tortilla chips, so I'm sure it's fine. You know, right. and then, you know, it, it's easier to keep track of things when you're thinking critically about what makes you feel good. Yes. Okay. All right, number um, three. 
Number so three. Good. So number three, we're going to roll quickly into the three keeps. Um, so five ways you can personalize paleo, and I've got three things that I'll start with keep. Number three is to keep an open mind. So we will keep seeing changes as nutrition science catches up to the modern day woman or man. Yeah. Right? I remember it was such a powerful speech. If you guys are going to Paleo FX, I haven't even studied the schedule, forgive me. Um, which, by the way, I'm presenting at on Saturday uh, late morning. But if um, you get a chance to hear Rob Wolf, I really recommend it. And I think it was either last year or the year before, Rob Wolf talked about, um, about how Paleo is, if you, if you think of ideal nutrition as a bullseye, and, you know, ideal nutrition for every single human being being the center of that bullseye, we're getting closer, right? 10, 15 years ago, we thought the, the greatest minds in nutrition science thought that being vegan was the optimal way to be for optimal health. Yeah. You know, and then you, and then all of a sudden, five to 10 years later, paleo has emerged as the optimal way to be for optimal health. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, and we're getting closer, but we're not at the center of the bullseye yet. Yeah. And it was so, I, gosh, I just sunk my teeth into that and I've never forgotten it. And in this same speech, I'm pretty sure is when he also talked about like, heck, if black beans, you do fine with them, then eat black beans. You know, yeah. there's no police out there to tell you what's paleo and what isn't. So keep right. an open mind. That's how you personalize paleo is that if next year something, some new science comes out and you're, you kind of want to roll with it and you want to try it for yourself, then, then do that. Yeah. So number four, my next keep is in that same thread, keep experimenting. Mm -hmm. So even with the paleo-friendly foods, keep an eye out on how you respond to maybe nuts and seeds and coconut and coffee. So, you know, and this is where some folks, let's say the door to this health and wellness, uh, these breakthroughs is paleo. And let's say they, they get into this world and then all of a sudden they realize another door for them to walk through is, ooh, maybe... If I approach more of an autoimmune protocol type paleo, um, I feel even better, you know? So yeah. keep, keep experimenting. Like your personal paleo best, uh, it, it, there might be more, more to it than, than what meets the naked eye. Right. Um, and then lastly, number five, keep your my eyes favorite. on your own. Yes. My favorite too. Um, and I, we've said it here before, but we have, uh, Personalize paleo and stop judging. Keep your eyes on your own plate. Amen. So what works for you does not necessarily work for somebody else. However, passing judgment over something that isn't your business is universal. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I hate to sound harsh here, but it's something I'm, gosh, it really gets me. You know, what you may figure out that um, almond flour is a no-go for you because you... Um, you don't tolerate nuts very well and it just, they make you feel bloated and you might be inclined to think that all nuts should be avoided or at least had in, um, very small moderation. Whereas there are other people out there who might be able to digest them just fine. So keep your eyes on your own plate. Um, and, and keep in mind that everyone is on their own path. They're, they're on their own stage of the journey and all we need to do is just support each other and if they ask you a question that's a totally different situation but right. um 
you know, if someone is curious and asking questions, that's an opportunity for you to let them know why you're doing that for yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, Versus, yeah, judgment is, it's just, I, I, uh, I will delete comments from my Instagram. I have a couple sometimes, and then it's interesting to me because sometimes some of my Instagram fans will start talking amongst themselves on one of my posts, like, and like arguing back and forth. And I'm just like, kabosh it all. Like, it really doesn't matter this, that, or the other, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, ugh, leave it yeah. on people. Like, let people do what they want to do for their bodies. I know. It's, um, and who it's, cares if it's, if it's even called paleo? Like, whatever. Like, do, do what works for you, whatever that is, you know? Exactly. I mean, they're generally so in the legume world, folks, you know, we know this. Uh, that would include soybeans as a no-go on paleo. And then mm-hmm. soy, there's a, there's a lot of reasons why soy could actually have its own category, phytoestrogens and other scary things. It's a highly genetically modified crop. Um, but you know what? Sometimes I have soy sauce. I love seaweed salad. And um, when I'm at a, at a Chinese restaurant, and occasionally I'll come across a restaurant that makes seaweed salad fresh, mm-hmm. and I'll ask them to leave the soy sauce out yeah. Or and just add an extra vinegar, um, but a lot of times, but guys, I'll just walk across the street to HEB and and get a soy salad, or excuse me, a soy salad, a seaweed salad that has soy sauce <laughs> in it, like a little bit, and it's definitely not paleo perfect, and that is definitely okay. But it's paleo perfect for you. It is. It is. There's no police out there, so. <laughs> You, there the are police out there. Please avoid them. <laughs> there are paleo police. There but are. The, <laughs> the, the point of all this really is for us to really just empower you and make sure you know it's okay for you to do you. Yeah. Whatever's right by you, you do that. And you have our support 100%. And if, um, if you want more information, because knowledge is power, just like we talked about before with Carissa going through these detox symptoms with Whole30, if you're looking for more information, there are ways to get that. But at the end of the day, there's no reason for you to beat yourself up over whether you're doing something right or wrong. Just do what you feel is good for you. Amen, sister. So I think that's it. I think that we're, uh, we're we really, <laughs> we started off this podcast, but we're going to keep this at 30 minutes this time. Gosh darn it. Um, so I think we're going to And say, we might be, because I think there's some editing that needs to happen. <laughs> there probably so, is some editing. There was some uh, burning. See if you can get us down to 30 minutes. No, just kidding. But <laughs> we'll, we'll see what we can do. But um, yeah, everyone, thanks for being here. Yeah, again. thanks. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check out that giveaway on fedandfit.com under episode number 13. Tony's being super generous and giving away a bottle of his amazing olive oil and a spice blend of your choice. So check that out. Um, And if you have any questions for us or if you've got, like, if this really struck a chord, you're for or against what we talked about here today, we are big girls and we want to hear it. So leave a comment on the blog post. We'd love to know what your thoughts are. Um, And outside all of that, keep Keep following us. We're always alive and active on the social media platforms. And um, I think that's it. Sounds good. Until next day, y'all. Yeah, have a good one. Talk to you soon.